Hi, this is Andrew Lotto. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 76, kind of a drag. So uh, one of the hot cultural issues recently has been the normalization of drag shows. And by hot cultural issue, I mean something that doesn't really matter. And I'm going to spend one of my rare podcasts on it. So Ronnie DeSantis, Florida governor, has had the state file a complaint against a Miami restaurant that has had a drag show that's included kids. And there's been a recent outrage about Drag Queen Story Hour, in which drag queens read books to kids in libraries. Now, I want to make this clear what my stance is on this issue. Very clear. I am completely, defiantly, and definitely against drag shows with children and drag story hour. I'm not afraid to say this. I find this all disgusting. But, with two T's, it's not because I give a shit about the kids. It's because I hate what it does to the art of drag. I don't care about the kids. Listen, children are just future adults, and I'm not a big fan of human adults. Like, uh, the 50-year-old guy was ahead of me in the grocery store yesterday who needed to have a discussion with the 15-year-old checkout girl on his favorite recipe for chickpeas. Everything he had was bagged, but he continued about how the real secret, let me make it clear, the real secret, listen closely, is that you squeeze some lemon juice on them in the end. Fascinating, motherfucker, but the zit queen behind the counter doesn't care, and you're holding me up, and I have frozen goods. So that piece of shit was once a child. Now, I doubt his mother took him to drag shows, but I do know that she didn't beat him enough. So the claim here by future President DeSantis and others is that these shows are sexualizing children. And if you've seen the videos with thongs and tassels, you may agree. I actually don't think the parents of these children are trying to sexualize the children. I think it's worse. I think they're using their children as props to flash their virtue. Oh my God, look how progressive I am. My kids are read books by a flamboyant man in a leather teddy. Also, we think, oh, please, Mother Goddess, let this be true. We think that little Jordan may be non-binary. I mean, Donna down the street says that her four-year-old Brittany is questioning her sexuality, but I'm pretty sure I beat her ass if my little Jordan gives up all notions of sex and gender and becomes a plural pronoun like they. Whatever. You have the right to make your kids assholes. St. DeSantis has actually suggested calling in CPS on parents who allow their kids to see drag shows, but you get to raise shitty kids. My parents allowed me to watch H.R. Puffin stuff when I was a kid. Uh, That's a show about a boy with a magical talking flute, and that shit was just a gateway to LSD. What really saddens me when I see these drag shows with children is that it is ruining everything that was awesome about drag shows and the art of drag. Drag is interesting exactly because it was counterculture, because it was sexually liberating. Because it was kind of naughty and also somewhat artistic. That's a tough mix to pull off. As I've argued in past podcasts, and if you give a crap, most notably would be episode 49, 
the normalization of sexuality is not always a great thing. Not because of moral concerns, but because we need safe taboos that feel naughty. That's what made jazz popular initially, and then rock and roll, and then Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. (laughs) Drag is an interesting art form, and it has been an important part of our counterculture. Counterculture. Bowie. Iggy Pop. The New York Dolls. Even 90s hair metal. I actually love the audacity, the fun, free-spirited nature of drag. And I'm engaged in a little public displays of it myself, as most people who know me are aware. But I feel that the fun has been sucked away as we decide that this is appropriate for children. And it's appropriate for prime time and suburban moms. In my little town of Gainesville, there are drag shows and drag brunches weekly. I went to a couple and I can say that they were tremendously boring. There was no longer the excitement of being a little naughty or of walking through the looking glass. The last one I went to had families with their kids and their grandparents waving bills in the air for some lackluster dancing by men in dresses who were screaming, yes, queen. Yeah. It actually felt more like a Disney character lunch than a real drag show. So how did we get here? I think it started with drag shows becoming popular destinations for shitty bachelorette parties. The girls would go and they could feel a little naughty, but they're also feeling completely safe because when future hubby found out, he would just presume that all the guys there were gay. Then came drag brunches, <laughs> and nothing sounds more white, entitled, and non-dangerous as brunch. Drag shows at 2 a.m. at IHOP or Waffle House, that sounds great. Drag shows Sunday morning at 10 o'clock at the Holiday Inn, all-you-can-eat brunch bar, not so much. Uh, RuPaul didn't help things with the drag race which has become very popular streaming material at two o'clock in the afternoon by white suburban moms. It's like when you first see a 45-year-old mom dance at the wine bar because they're playing the Sex Pistols. Like, well, fuck. There goes punk music down the toilet. The worst thing that happened, of course, was that this has all been dragged. See what I did there? (laughs) Into the LGBTQ issues. Now, when I was younger, the talking points we were given were that transvestites and even drag performers were not necessarily gay. That was not the exact same thing. Dressing in women's clothing was not necessarily a sign of a gender dysphoria or gender questioning. And I agree, because once I found out how amazing my legs looked in fishnet, I was hooked. But I remain unrepentantly heterosexual. But now, the acceptance of drag shows and even indoctrination of them in children is seen as a signal that you're in it with the LGBTQ. And you know what? That sucks ass. Pun intended. You need to show that a 
what a good person you are. But by doing that, you're ruining our fun of being slightly bad. That's the whole point of being counterculture, of being nonconformist, not being normalized, not being accepted. So I guess drag is out now, along with most rock and roll, even Metallica old ladies listen to now. I guess I have to wait for the next trend that feels dangerous and sexually exciting and perversely free-spirited. Maybe it'll be dressing up in a club in pleated khaki pants with a light blue polo over an undershirt. That's it. Bring me the douchebag drag shows. Pass the tequila. Out!